Hello. I am Faye the Cosmic Love, and I am here with a master, a brilliant mind, a genius of divine masculine, um, I wouldn't say energy manipulation, but <laughs> I would say that you are a master in your field in terms of understanding how the dark masculine operates and how it can fuel um, what's best for us as the divine feminine. Um, can you introduce yourself? Yes, Felicia, thank you so much for having me on your show. My name is Leslie Tavernier, and I am a love coach who specializes in coaching women who are in relationship with a dark masculine man. So these relationships are extremely triggering. Uh, they tend to be what we call trauma bonds. <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes it's a twin flame relationship, but it's, it's very chaotic. It's like ups, up and down. And so I help women to navigate those types of scenarios and transmute, alchemize all of that chaos and craziness and, and pain and suffering into something that's beautiful, into real unconditional love. And in so doing, experience much more of your power as a goddess on this planet. So that's what I, that's the particular branch of love coaching that I do. Can you please explain to me and the rest of our listeners um, what a dark masculine man is? Yeah. So when I talk about dark feminine and dark masculine, these are archetypes. So there's different kinds of feminine energy or feminine archetypes. There's different kinds of masculine energy or masculine archetypes. So I, I usually refer to the dark feminine by terms like sorceress or witch. <laughs> so it's the witchy aspect of femininity it's where you're actually doing magic like for real like every day like it's part of your life it's not just a hobby or something nice to to try out like this is what you actually do so that's the witch some might use the term the crone so she's she's dark in the sense that she's hidden she's mysterious not dark in terms of evil although that label has been put on her many times throughout the course of history but just dark in terms of it's it's more internal, it's hidden. You don't really know what she's doing, but she's doing something. And, and so that's real power that, that can make actual changes in our 3D reality without the use of force. Okay, so it's the opposite of force. Now the dark fem masculine man, he is force. Okay, he's not internal and hidden. He's external. He's he's very visible. So he's the soldier. He's the warrior. He's going to go out into the battlefield and he's going to kill people. Okay, so he could also be looked at as evil. But throughout history, we have always needed soldiers. We have always needed warriors and not just on the physical battlefield, but on all battlefields. We need men that are courageous enough to, to sacrifice their life for a greater good. So that's essentially what I mean by the dark masculine and the dark feminine. When they come together, they can do incredibly powerful things together. And the sex is amazing right off the bat. The sex is incredible. But for a lot of people that are in this dynamic, it, it because they don't know what they're doing, they don't know how to navigate it. It usually looks very, very, very toxic. Okay. So with all that being said, do you find that the dark masculine is often most attracted to the dark feminine or um, a conscious light-bodied feminine? Because I know some people believe opposites attract. What, yeah. What's your take on that? 
Yeah, I mean, like attracts like, actually, my worldview. So if she's toxic, he's toxic. So yes, he's he's attracted to her and she's attracted to him, like the, the dark masculine within a man. And again, we have more than one masculine archetype and more than one feminine archetype. But the dark masculine within a man is very much going to be attracted to the dark feminine in a woman because, again, the sex is amazing. <laughs> the sex is amazing for both of them usually now sometimes it isn't for the woman if she's really numb and she's really shut down it might not be amazing right off the bat but if she sticks with him it does become amazing and so that that's the glue that that pulls them together and keeps them together but that in and of itself like that's not the end point that's just the beginning okay so i'm hearing everything that you're saying and you you know privately you know what my thoughts are so you already know I'm on board. Now, for someone else being introduced to this, this thought pattern, right? Their mindset could easily be that you are promoting toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. How would you counteract that with cosmic truth? Totally. Like the thing is, toxic relationships aren't going to go away. They're here, they're going to be here for the foreseeable future because we have toxicity within us. We're unhealthy, we're sick, we're traumatized. So of course we're going to engage in toxic relationships, but the point of a toxic relationship is not to stay, to stay toxic. You know, I mean, if you can't figure out how to transmute it and alchemize it and, and use it to become a more powerful witch, then yeah, you should leave that relationship because it will be nothing but pain and suffering. And for a lot of women, that's what it is because they, they don't actually know how to navigate that, that, that dynamic. Most people don't know, they don't know. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to say, okay, here's how to actually navigate it so that you, you milk it, you get the gold out of it, you turn the lead into gold and you become masterful. So it's, it's, it's not supposed to stay toxic. <laughs> Okay. It, the toxicity is already in you. The trauma bond is already in you. I was already traumatized when I met my dark masculine man. I had already been through all kinds of craziness, child abuse, like just, just hell on earth <laughs> by the time I finally met him. So I was already fucked up, but I was super attracted to him. And, and if I hadn't, if I hadn't stayed the course and done the work, I would not have been able, I would not have turned lead into gold. So I don't see the toxic relationship as a bad thing. I see it as an opportunity to become more powerful. So I am so happy that you let us there because in my own experience, right? I, I'm an addict. Number one, I have an addictive personality, period. And I am addicted to transformation. You understand? It's a problem. I have an addiction to introspection. And I've been like that for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So upon being introduced to what we're referring to as the dark masculine, mm -hmm. all the triggers were nonstop. <laughs> and all the attraction, of course, top tier, mm -hmm. almost visceral, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the triggers are nonstop. And because I already had um, the habit of introspection, yeah. I was able to look at each one of these moments, th these triggering moments as an opportunity to self-reflect and to expand past what my own, you know, my own 
perceived concepts of self were, you know, I was able to turn that lead into gold. Um, and it became an addiction within itself. Hmm. Now I'm addicted, right? At this time, I'm like, okay, now I'm addicted to using him mm -hmm. as a tool Mm -hmm. for exponential growth within such a short amount of time because now my growth is occurring in the 5d mm -hmm. right and then once i every time i just surrender just a little bit now i'm anchoring more into the third dimension right i'm i'm becoming more grounded and i'm realizing okay i'm addicted to taking on his masculinity mm -hmm. Because there's an energetic exchange, right? Even if you you two never touch, there's this energetic exchange. Mm -hmm. And through that surrender, more exchange occurs, right? Because now it's more free flowing. Mm -hmm. But I realized I got to a point where I was addicted to the exchange. Almost like a part of me, um, th because there's so much pleasure that comes from from that, that process of alchemizing within that type of union, right? Um, and it took me a little bit to even release that. For, for women who are within um, this type of dynamic, right? That you're helping. What advice do you think you would give for them to avoid becoming addicted to the transformation that comes through pleasure with their divine masculine? Okay, that's such a great question. Like I've never had an interview like this where I'm being asked like amazing questions. <laughs> Holy cow. Let me just turn my phone off. So, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing, like nothing, nothing is, nothing has a quality in and of itself. Right. So even addiction isn't necessarily a bad thing. So if you're addicted to transformation and it's working for you, it's actually benefiting you. That's not a bad thing. It's like, that's, that can actually be described as a good thing. Now, the only thing is though, if, if the transformation if you're requiring um, a trigger, if you're if you're requiring there to be friction and and pain in order to then go within and process and 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 expand, you know, after a while that can that can be annoying. <laughs> like, okay, like we have to keep going through this bullshit to to get to the gold. Like, uh, I don't want to keep going through this. Like, this kind of sucks. Like, even though I do mine the gold, it's still painful. So there's still that emotional roller coaster happening. And so what I found to be true, what I found that has worked for me to bring stability and not just, oh, I need you to trigger me so that I can do the work. What I found has helped me to bring stability is, is and I use this acronym T-A-R-A, -A, which I've committed to. So T stands for trust, A stands for appreciation, R stands for respect, and A stands for acceptance. And I practice these, I practice holding these frequencies relative to him. In other words, I practice loving him unconditionally. And so the last part of the T-A-R-A -A is acceptance. And this is where a lot of women trip up. They don't actually accept him as he is. They want to change him. And they feel that when I change him to what I want him to be, when he's behaving the way that I want him to behave, um, then I'll know that I'm in my power. You know, then I'll know that I'm really a powerful witch. And so you can get caught in that for a while. And after a while, it's, and I did that for a few years, like, okay, let me do this magic and this magic and do this spell on him. Yeah. And you know, and it's like, okay, okay. I, I, you know, I succeeded, I succeeded, but then, but then you have you end up having to, you know, go down the roller coaster again right. you have to go downwards to get triggered. Okay. So I'm happy you said that. Cause I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Now, have you found 
because this is what I found. So I want to see if you resonate with this, okay. that, you know, the, the things that we can't accept within our dark masculine are things that we suppress within ourselves. Mm. And when we are, first of all, when we're talking about, you know, loving unconditionally, it's great in concept, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, those triggers kind of fuel our journey towards um, radical love towards self. But then when we get towards the, the A part, right? That radical acceptance, that means, okay, we're gonna have to release some control, right? And then we're also going to have to really look at what society deems as flaws or shortcomings, right? Um, And say, okay, well, hey, this might not be the best or might not be the worst, but it's where you're at. And where you're at has to be enough. Absolutely. Do you find that with your clients, a lot of the, the clients that you have that have difficulty with the A part, it, within that aspect of the dynamic, it's actually reflective of their own lack of self-acceptance. Oh my God, you are amazing. <laughs> oh my God, you're amazing. Wow. Thank yes. you for the conversation. Yes, you're amazing. Yes. Oh my God, yes. You know, and and. Oh, see, T-A-R-A, -A, um, it expands your orgasmic capacity. Oh, yes, it does. But we, we think that, you know, no, 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 no. I, I, when he does X, Y, and Z, <laughs> you know, I, I want to maintain control, get him to do X, Y, and Z. And then when he does X, Y, and Z, I'll be more orgasmic. And I used to believe that. But what I found is that by accepting him as he is, he's a lying son of a bitch. He's a fucking asshole. He's a jerk. He's he's a man whore <laughs> to the utmost. Um, by accepting him as he is, that's how I became more orgasmic. Because accepting him as he is means I just love this fucking man. I just fucking do. Fuck it. I love him. That's non-resistance. That's real love. That's the, the greatest orgasm you could ever have. That's being in an orgasmic state 24-7. But we think that that's weakness. We, th we think that that's being a dumb bitch. We think that that's letting him Big get away. Facts. Big facts. <laughs> Big facts. It's just... It's not. The truth of the matter is when you keep your heart wide open and you practice T-A-R-A, -A, you're more powerful and you're more attractive to him. And he can then give you more. He can penetrate you more because now everything he does is pleasing to you. That is what it means to be a goddess. You're in this relationship to grow yourself. It's not about getting him to, to be a robot and do every single thing that you want him to do that pleases your ego. It's not about your ego. It's about being a goddess. As a goddess, I don't need him to do anything. And I fucking love that man. That's real power. I would like to add something that helps move into that, move you into that space of unconditional love, right? Is, you know, radical acceptance that you do love this person right? Um, and that this person unconditionally loves you too. Even if it's not in the third dimension, even yeah. if it's from a 5D perspective, because 
what other than love could show up for you in the way that is showing up for you for your radical transformation? Hate can't do that. Indifference can't do that. Only love from on high could do that. It might not show up in the package you wanted it to. But it's showing up. Mm-hmm. It's love. It might hurt a little bit, but the thing that's hurting is your own personal resistance to it, transformation. It's your ego. It's your egoic mind. Your so ego. if this divine masculine energy is showing up into your life and it's propelling your growth, mm-hmm. why is it so difficult for you to tie that with love? <laughs> why is it so difficult for you to... It, accept this person as they are because that same ancient nigga is the one who's propelling your growth he can't be that ancient he can't be that bad God. he isn't we know the dick ain't bad because he's still there he's amazing you know like <laughs> it, it can't be that bad like the, let's keep it above let's yeah, be honest egoic, with ourselves yeah the egoic mind is really intense <laughs> because when we become traumatized as women we develop an addiction to pain. So, and I'm speaking for myself, but this is also true for many of the the women I've worked with. We are addicted to disappointment, being disappointed by a man that we love. We are addicted to being rejected and abandoned by the man that we love the most or that we say that we love the most. We're addicted to feeling unwanted. We're addicted to feeling depressed. We're addicted to feeling angry. We're addicted to feeling unworthy. We're addicted to feeling powerless. These are the things that happen when you've been traumatized. You you identify as, as a victim, as powerless, as unwanted. You identify as that. Even though consciously you could say, no, I'm I'm a high value woman, but 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 like. On a DNA level, okay, the the trauma is still there. And so because you're addicted to disappointment, guess what? You're very attracted to a man who is guaranteed to disappoint you again and again and again and again. You're guaranteed to be super attracted to a man who's going to lie to you again and again and again and again. And so then you're faced with the choice. Are you going to, he's lied to you. He cheated. He did this. He did that. He's a jerk. You are now at a crossroads. You can choose to continue to feel abandoned, rejected, unwanted, ignored, uh, 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 disappointed by a man again for the millionth time and stay stuck in that misery. And you might get some temporary relief with the dick because he'll fuck you good and you'll feel good for a little bit for like a day or two, but then you'll go back to feeling like shit because you haven't done the alchemy. So you could choose to to continue to identify with disappointment and all that shit. Or you could say, okay, wait a minute here. (laughs) Like, I do feel disappointed right now. I do. But I don't have to stay here because what's greater than the disappointment is the love that I have in my heart for this man. It's far greater than any disappointment, than any rejection, than any abandonment. It's greater than all of that. And so I'm going to choose my heart. I'm going to choose that. And I'm going to trust. I'm going to appreciate. I'm going to respect. I'm going to accept this man as he fucking is. So I can set myself free from the trauma. Okay. So 
you see how you just said, I'm going to trust my heart, right? I've found that so many women have difficulty with that in tying into what you were saying, that addiction to disappointment, rejection, this, that, and the third, stemming from childhood, right? Because your heart is so big. And who was responsible for taking care of that? Not you. It was somebody else's job to take care of that. And they didn't. And they did not. But you still loved that person. So the love that you have for that person is inherently tied to that lack of support, that lack of provision, that disappointment, that rejection, you know? And oftentimes it's with a masculine figure from your youth. So now there's a part of you that doesn't know how to separate rejection, disappointment, um, powerlessness with the love of the divine masculine. Yeah. It's you know, tied together. Yeah. A lot of times he, he is your daddy. He's your dad. <laughs> But he can also be your mom. So a lot of a lot of women have been raised by single mothers. I was raised by a single mother. So your and mother still playing into the masculine aspect because she had to move into that dark masculine energy in order to be both mom and dad. You know what I'm saying? To you, we st it's it's it all goes back to the the daddy issues, right? <laughs> so <laughs> one way or another, it's like a yeah. generational curse. Yeah. So. If, if you're, see, this is confusing for a child. It's very confusing. Because if you're, you're being raised by a single mother and she's abusing you, you know, she's beating the crap out of you. She's yelling at you every day. She's insulting you every day, okay? Like every day for years. But she's your mom. So you're always gonna be bonded to her. You're always gonna love her because she's your mother. But she's also your abuser. And so now as a child, you're like, do I love her? Do I hate her? Do I love her? Do I hate, like, I, 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah, of course, it creates well, a disconnect. With it, it makes it, you, you end up fractal. You know? Um, and so you, you kind of like, just try to find your reflection in the relationships around you. But because you're so used to seeing your reflection in broken pieces, you will seek out the broken to right to amplify your perception of self. And then when you're introduced to this divine masculine counterpart that's operating at, you know, the in the dark zone, it's like your biggest wish come true and like a nightmare nightmare an absolute fucking nightmare right and, and it, unless you move into that space of unconditional love and surrender you don't realize that this energy is actually bringing all your pieces together correct right it's helping you release all of those subconscious thought patterns like deeply embedded in your child mind that need to be rewritten Totally. Right. Um, and that's not to say, okay, well, you need to stay linked up with this dark masculine forever. No, because some, some of these energies come in for a period, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's for a period of healing and rewriting, reconstructing. Yeah. Um, but you never get to that point without 
the introspection, right? Without the alchemy, without the surrender, you, like it doesn't get to that point. And for I noticed for a lot within a lot of these dynamics, there's that breaking point, right? Where it's not an actual surrender, it's a fake surrender. <laughs> it's mm. like I give up. Mm. This is too hard. Mm. Right? Like okay, well, I healed enough and now I want better for myself. <laughs> I've raised my standards. Yes. I don't need him no more for my transformation. Go mm -hmm. with God. I love you from yes. over here. Yes. It's fake and it's phony. Yes. What do you think about that? That does happen a lot, especially as women get older, we get into our 40s, 50s, 60s. And, you know, maybe we've had like several dark masculine men in our lives. Maybe, we've, uh, you know, the father of our children was a dark masculine man. And we're just like, I can't even, I can't do this fucking shit anymore. So, you know what? I'm going to marry Jesus. I'm going to marry Jesus or I'm going to marry Muhammad. You know, I'm going to marry the Lord from this point on, because look, if I ain't healing enough yet, I ain't never going to do it. It's. Tiffany, I'm done. Yeah. I, I've noticed I, I, that. Many of my family members, that's that's what they've done. They've just, they're married to Jesus. And yeah. they're, they're done with men. They're just done. Because they're like, what is the point? When I have this amazing, incredible sex, it always turns into fuck shit. Yeah. But I don't even want to have sex anymore. Because what's just so interesting that they never put together that it's usually the fuck shit that leads to the amazing sex. <laughs> Because anybody who's been in the streets know that toxic dick be the best. It is. Oh, my God. It be the best. <laughs> they're bringing their A-game. All right? They're putting 20. Oh, babe, listen. Your cup overfloweth. All right? It, it runneth over. They're bringing the best. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be so confused because now you 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 locked in. Right, this level of pleasure in your mind equals control. It's if you could do that to me, if you could tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And if you could bring me to, to that point, I have to be yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in your in your mind, and now this is a con weird control thing. And wait, what do you mean you don't want me? right now and, and not not just that it's it's again a lot of these men who can fuck really good um they have multiple women <laughs> they Same. have multiple women they have multiple women okay and for i mean for most women like that's an issue right like at a cellular level a lot of times that's an issue because it's like we're we're we are many times built not only to um birth children but birth ideas birth birth businesses right and if i went and picked up seeds from a farmer in nebraska mm -hmm. i've tried other seeds these are the best seeds i've ever found yeah. and they grow the biggest pumpkins yeah. My, these these pumpkins win awards that's how great these pumpkins are and i'm just like you know what I'm going to buy all the seeds this, this season. I'm going to stock up. And then the farmer tells me, 
oh yeah, you can't have a monopoly on these seeds, baby. <laughs> I got <laughs> to pass them out all across America. I mean, I know you like the seeds. That's good. And I know you're willing to pay the highest price for the seeds, but nah, I'm not built like that. I can't play into that system of things. You can't have a monopoly on these seeds. Yeah, but like nobody nurtures your pumpkins like me. You know that, and I know that. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's true. I like. I like. I like how you treat the seeds. That's good. But I'm still not gonna just give you all the seeds. That's not. That's not what we're doing here in this company. Correct. Correct. And now I'm crushed. Yeah. I didn't stop getting the seeds. The seeds didn't stop being good. I still grow the the best pumpkins with those same seeds that he given everybody else. But the fact that he won't give me only the seeds is a problem. Why is that in your experience? Well, you know, I just did a um um a podcast episode with my dark masculine man and we talked about this and he's a very polyamorous man he spreads his seeds <laughs> far and wide uh nebraska <laughs> farmer <laughs> and so you know you know he talked about like monogamy creates a lack consciousness in the sense that once you find some really good dick now you want to make him be your everything because you think I can only have one man, right? I can only, I'm only, I'm only going to do monogamy. I only want one man. And this man fucks me real, real, real good. So let me try and make him be the one for me. But he wasn't necessarily meant to be the one for you. He was meant to show up and, 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 and trigger you and get you to do some serious internal work so that you can really be in your power. And, and, and maybe you'll, you'll last forever. Maybe not, but he's not, he was never your everything. Like that's just a false concept. He was never your everything. Like he, and he doesn't need to be your everything just because he gave you some amazing dick doesn't mean he's supposed to be your everything. And so when you try to then make him be your everything, that's when things get fucked up. Okay, I'm glad you touched on that because I've noticed there's some psychological nuance there with a lot of women. It's not the dig. Mm -hmm. It's the healing that comes with the dig. Mm -hmm. And if, if you just, if I've been sick my whole life and you just came and gave me medicine, why the fuck do I want you to leave? If the whole fucking pharmacy in my bed, why do I want you to leave? That don't make sense. Yeah. See, that's the addiction. You know, it's, it's, right. I could, I could. They never, the women a lot of times don't realize, no, baby, you was the medicine. Well, I mean, he, he was medicine, but it's, it's not supposed to be that you take medicine every day for the rest of your life. You know? Yes. So you like, know, you could, you I could think he was the spoon that you used to take your own medicine. Because if you didn't take the medicine at the proper doses, bitch, you could die. Or you won't heal. And he comes into your life and give it to you just right. Exactly how you need it. Exactly how you want. You, you need that tool. Absolutely. You need that injection. You, you need that IV. It, it, its value isn't diminished, you know? And if we're looking from a spirit medicine standpoint, 
the tool is just as valuable as the herb. Mm -hmm. Both are very, very sacred. Mm -hmm. And they work in tandem. Absolutely. Right? Um, because you, you could have never met him and healed your fucking self. You could have healed yourself without ever meeting him. You met him because you needed him. Because every opportunity you had before him, you didn't fucking take it. You had all the signs and synchronicities in the world. So many people came out, came along your path before then. Mad books showed up on your bookshelf before then. Videos, movies, music. It, you, it, you tossed each and every one of them out the window. The only medicine you were open to listening to was this one. It's not that the healing was not available to you. It was very much available to you. Here's the thing, it just though. did not come in a way that you would receive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. At, at least with with a lot of the women that I work with, they are already very spiritual. And like, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've had so many say this to me. So many women say that you know, when I wasn't with him, I I thought I was I was doing pretty well. Like I was really making progress. I was doing the inner work. I was healing my inner child. I was doing all the things. I was getting along with everybody. Like I was normal. And then I got with him and I got the dick. <laughs> now I'm a crazy bitch. I don't know how this happened because I wasn't crazy before him. <laughs> I know this might sound absurd, but I honestly feel like when you encounter that energy, you go nuts because you met yourself. You are meeting yourself. It's it it unlocks a version of you that's so repressed that you've worked so hard to bury that it somewhere deep down inside you didn't know could be attached to pleasure. Mm. Mm. You know, you villainized that part of yourself. Mm -hmm. So when the villain come and show you, hey, baby, cakes, we the same. It's like, what the fuck is this? And that level of energy alone is orgasmic. Because in those interactions, though, even if it's just small moments, you, you are free. And that's a lot of times where the addiction comes. When you're, because when that dark masculine man is in it, in those moments, he's 100%. He's giving you a thousand. He's giving you his all. It's everything. And it's non-judgmental. He's not judging you on how you look. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times that man treats you as though you are everything. You are perfect in those moments. Moment. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so what you're actually addicted to is freedom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and you feel you feel powerful. You, you feel like, wow, like I'm actually really powerful. <laughs> like and I can do anything. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like I'm that bitch. Yeah, like holy fuck, like this is for real. And yeah. and it's scary to women. Like I, I know like when I first started to have like really intense orgasms with my dark masculine man, like that scared the shit out of me. I Why? Because you couldn't control your your muscles anymore. I just what you is this man doing to me? Like, what is this? I was freaked out and I cried. Yeah, just all the clearing. 
But women, for the most part, we're not used to that kind of vulnerability. You know, like yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. But like, again, we're not supposed to be dependent upon him to feel that power. That power was already there. It just, it just got corrupted. Yes. By trauma. But okay. it was there. So since we're talking about the the power of the dark masculine and in relation to orgasmic experiences, I know that making money can be orgasmic. Yeah. Right? Um how do you feel the the role of the dark masculine plays in your ability to make money once you start the process of alchemizing oh okay uh i like that you took it there because unfortunately for a lot of women who are um they're not alchemizing it or they're not they're not fully alchemizing it they're in their pain body they're in their ego um they're having panic attacks freakouts spirals you name it uh, what happens a lot of times with with women in that scenario is their capacity to, to capacity to receive money diminishes, and they make less money. So I have clients like this. Like anytime they're triggered by their dark masculine man because he didn't text them in three days or or whatever the fuck it is, they then tell me they they can't focus on their business. They can't focus on marketing. They can't focus on sales. They can't even coach their clients. They can't really do anything because they're just so like, oh, why didn't why didn't he text me? Like they're just like they're losing their shit. Yeah, so, they go into the rejection spiral. Yeah. So a lot of women actually make less money. Oh yeah, because if if the 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 man that I love is rejecting me, how could my clients accept me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh like, my God. if, if my own, my dude, that's not my dude is not supporting me. It is not emotionally available. You know, that must mean that I'm lacking. I'm not, I, I'm experienced, not, not enoughness. So how can I be a container for these clients? How can I be a container for money? Like, no, he's, he's reaffirming all these bad things that I think about myself. So my clients must see me like that too. Oh, you killed it. Just, Am I right? Like you're a thousand percent correct. And so the the mistake that the egoic mind has women thinking is that when he texts me, when he calls me, when he does X, Y, and Z, then I'll be happy, and then I'll be good at sales, and then that does happen. Okay, he texted me. Oh my God, I'm making money again. But you you haven't done the alchemy. Yeah, alchemy is I that see. if even if he doesn't text me. Even if he doesn't text me, even if he doesn't call me, even if he's still a fucking asshole, even if he's having sex with, with this woman and this woman and this woman and this woman, yeah. because I love him as he is continuously, consistently, no matter what, mm -hmm. I continue to make money. I continue to be open to money because my heart continues to be wide open, irregardless of what he is or isn't doing. And, yeah. and in so doing, because I'm just, I'm open, 
all the time I'm, I'm keeping my and it's a practice it's not it's I'm not saying this is easy this is hard this is oh, very hard very but in staying open you know there were times when my my dark masculine man wasn't talking to me at all sometimes for months oh yeah what you mean separation okay. For months. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if, if I went into, oh my God, he's not talking to me. I can't make any money. And I did, I did do that sometimes. And yeah, I yeah. Went flat broke. Because your 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 brain can't like like operate. <laughs> your brain can't function properly. Less than zero dollar bank balance. <laughs> because I'm so depressed because this man isn't talking to me. Yeah. But once I was like, okay, wait a minute, this this is some bullshit. <laughs> this, this is yeah. Not- I think sometimes it's like energetically you start seeing your masculine energy reflected in him, and vice versa. So if he pulls his energy away subtly, right, it's almost like because you you haven't alchemized it yet, your masculine energy goes with him. Yes, yeah, so and so it's like up. now you're in it. Now you're a damsel in distress. Yeah your marketing isn't potent you're not sexy people don't want to pay you like it's nothing's really happening but when you just what i found is that if i just if i just keep my heart open and i continue to do the work even if he's not talking to me i was able to continue to make money i was able to continue to innovate and be creative and attract clients even when he wasn't talking to me i don't know if i lost you stephanie or Felicia. <laughs> oh yeah. Um no, you didn't you didn't lose me. I had to get up to get yeah, to get I had to learn that I, I can stay open and I can still love him even through the difficult times and still make money because my heart is open. Have you noticed that you used your experience to create something completely new? so that's what I want to get to because with my clients I talk about um sacred birthing the sacred birthing cycle right um and first it's foreplay and then it's conception right now in the conception phase we are introducing the divine masculine seed to the cosmic womb of the feminine, right? And it's her egg that chooses the seed. It's not the fastest one, and like people weird. Um, so in the realm of possibility, we get to pick. And once we pick, we get to choose, is this something I'm gonna nurture? Is it something I'm not gonna nurture, right? to either add to a particular type of abundance or not. Now, the source of the seed is energetically the source of support for the seed. It's just how it is. We we get the seeds from the earth. Guess what supports the seeds? The earth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how we rock. So... In these connections, right? Energetically, we're receiving divine masculine seeds of healing, of abundance, of freedom, whatever the case may be. And then we choose through 
through surrender and acceptance, um, whether or not we're going to nurture those seeds and expand them and continue the spiritual pregnancy process and then labor in birth, right? And in your situation um, and so many others, you were able to do so eventually, right, through your alchemy process in realizing that this energy is actually always available to me and will, in fact, in divine love, yes, be a great baby daddy to whatever I decide to birth because you impregnated me. And if I love you and accept you and understand that you are loving me unconditionally, even if it's from the 5D, you're going to be a great baby daddy. Whether you like it or not, you built like that. It's truth. So then from that, you birthed something. He calls your podcast like a good baby daddy. What are some tips? Let's say top three tips. You could give other women um, in terms of using their connection to the divine masculine to birth their visions without fear to birth your visions without fear <sighs> well love love is they say love is the opposite of fear so if you're going to make love to him then really make love to him and that's where tara comes in if if you if you don't trust him if you don't appreciate him, if you don't respect him, if you don't accept him as he is, then why are you laying down with him? You should not be laying down with him because you're not going to produce healthy babies. Physical Wait, so do you, are you saying that that physical coupling should happen after acceptance? I would recommend it, yes. But okay, I'm glad you said that. The acceptance is so come glad you said much, that. much, much later. <laughs> I'm so, so glad you said that. Okay. All right. Because we, we ideally, ideally, you should check in. Sometimes you don't, you don't know that you wrapped up in this situation until you, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. you got your back blown out. I get it. Go on. But ideally, you should, as a woman, you should check in with yourself before I lay down with this man or however many men or women. Uh, check in with yourself. Like, am, am I operating on a high frequency? Because a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to get contaminated. I don't want to be corrupted by, by him and all the women he's with and blah, blah, blah. But, but what you need to be checking is yourself. Okay, do I trust him? It's a yes or a no. And it's, it's not a right or wrong. It's just, if it's a no, then, then you need to reevaluate. Like, is, is it really in my best interest to have sex to exchange DNA with a man that I don't trust. Is, is that for my benefit? No, it's not. So don't sleep with him. Do I appreciate him? Do I respect him? Do I accept him? If it's a yes to all of them, whether it's a booty call, whether it's a one night stand, whether it's just staying for, together forever, go ahead and make love to the man because you're going to produce beautiful babies, physical or non-physical, because of the frequency that you're holding. And he's going to treat you according to your frequency. He has no choice. The feminine comes first. 
in creation, it's the feminine. So if I'm, if my grid, if the field that I'm emanating is trust, appreciation, respect, and acceptance, unconditional love, if that's what I'm emanating, that he has no choice. I really want your audience to hear this. He has no choice but to respond to me accordingly. That is how it actually works metaphysically. You're not a victim. T-A-R-A -A is not weakness. It is strength. But in order to emanate that, you first have to release all of your demons. <laughs> you have to face them. You have to feel them and you have to release them and transmute them into higher frequencies. Most women can't do T-A-R-A -A right off the bat because they're too traumatized. Okay. So I, I host a program called the Divine Motherhood Mindset, right? Where we deal with um, past trauma so that you can parent yourself, your children, and your business from a higher level of peace. And I found that that has been such a great prerequisite to my sacred birthing program. Do you offer something similar? A prerequisite. A prerequisite to TARA? <laughs> I don't have any Yeah, because you see how you just said a lot of women can't just jump into it. Well, I, what I'm letting them know in my marketing is that ultimately you're going to need to get to TARA if you want to harmonize with this man. Or with anybody. Right. Like, so if we know that I, that's their goal, do you, do you have you or are you willing to cultivate a, a program to help them get to the place where they are ready. Because already while they're in the trauma, they know that they already know the goal. Well, us women, we already know the goal. We know where we want to get to, you know? But yeah. sometimes they need that extra help. Yeah, I don't have a, a formal like step-by-step -step program. I, I'm more of a, I like to work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I had to really come yeah. to terms with that. I used to try to do group programs and stuff like that and I hated it. Yeah, I really like intimacy. I really like one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. All my coaching is one-on-one -on -one and it, it, it differs from woman to woman, but right. ultimately it comes back to unconditional love. Are you willing to love unconditionally and, yeah. and so doing be in your power? So, cause I, I didn't, I didn't learn about T-A-R-A -A from being with my dark masculine man. I, I realized the power of T-A-R-A -A while doing sex work, while having yeah. sex with complete strangers, with men that I just met that day who were paying me to have sex with them. Right. I had to choose T-A-R-A -A to keep that experience on a high frequency. Right. Okay, that's what the goddess does. The, the goddess can't be contaminated. She can't be corrupted. Right. The high frequency overrides the lower frequency. So I'm not worried about, oh, my dark masculine man had sex with, with 200 women. Like, I'm not worried about that. I'm concerned with me. The sorceress, the dark feminine, she puts herself first. She comes first. She's number one. So it's not, I don't give a fuck what's going on with him. What's going on with me? Yeah. What matters? I can feel that. I can feel that. Um, okay. So for members of your audience mm -hmm. that know that they are still in a state of mind where they aren't ready yet to jump in with TRA, but they are aware that that's the goal. Mm -hmm. What 
is something that they could focus on in this season uh, for the about- rest of winter women who are already in relationship or situationship with a dark masculine man? Yes. Okay. So throughout the winter season, that's the best time to cultivate your sorceress. It's in winter, winter time, the dark season. So this is a time to, instead of being obsessed with him, become obsessed with yourself. You know, like really start to... um work your magic you know like yeah. make that a top priority because that is the top priority to the sorceress it's magic it's doing spells it's doing rituals like she loves that shit she gets off on that she doesn't even need a man she could be happy on her own literally the sorceress likes to be by herself literally yeah. so learn to love being by yourself learn to love being by yourself doing things in secret in hiding that nobody but you knows about. Yeah. Like do that. That will strengthen your sorceress. That will make you more mysterious to him. And he's going to want to know what, what is it about her? (laughs) I don't like, what does she do? Like, I don't, I just feel so drawn to her. Like, I, I, I don't even, like she's not even calling me or texting me or carrying on crazy or anything. Like, why am I feeling so pulled towards her? Yeah, figure it out but like that's exciting to him like she's powerful I know she's doing something I'm seeing her in my dreams I don't I don't know what the fuck she's doing but she's doing something and I'm right and I'm feeling her and I want to be with her but to 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 be have that kind of power that kind of influence on him you have to love being by yourself yeah and you can't honest and can I add that when you are tied to your dark masculine in that way right in that 5d way part of the radical acceptance is is that you're never by yourself Mm. you cannot be separate from him yeah in spirit he's always with you you're always with him so like just getting over that mindset Mm -hmm. that you're alone is a big deal because if Nothing can be created or destroyed, only transferred in form. All energy must have a source, and that source is the totality of all. Nothing can be outside of source. There's no way you're alone. It's illogical. There's no way he's not with you. Are you a witch? <laughs> you feel like you're a witch. Like, I swear to God. <laughs> I've never been interviewed by anyone like you, ever. And I've done a lot of interviews, but you feel like you're a witch. Because the things you say are witchy. So yeah, like, like on a spiritual, from the spiritual standpoint, you're never alone. You're right. You're never actually alone. And so a real witch would know that, you mm-hmm. know, so even if he hasn't texted me, he hasn't called me, like we're still connected. <laughs> you know, something fun, mm-hmm. just a sidebar, mm-hmm. little fun activity within um a connection I have mm-hmm. in the 5D. We got a, a little spot mm-hmm. that's just for me and him that I created within my womb space. Mm-hmm. Everything else in my life is mine. That little space is ours. It's a space that no other energy can touch. It is a sacred space. And energetically, we could do whatever we want to do in that space. 
We can run through a field and pick flowers. We can hold hands. We can fuck whatever we want to do in that space. It is ours. And if I call him into that space energetically, he shows up every single time because he is good and he is loyal and he his light matches my light. His dark matches my dark. We are one in that space. So it doesn't even fucking matter what's happening in the 3D half the damn time. If I want you, I'll call. I don't have to worry about if you're going to call me. Yeah. Because yeah. if I need you, I'm going to call you. Yeah. And you're going to answer every time. And I'm going to receive the messages that you have for me intuitively. Because that's where my magic is. Okay. That's how I'm, that's how I make shit happen. Exactly. You know, from yeah. my sacred space. I could give a fuck how many texts you send me in the 3D. Because yeah. they could be worth absolutely fucking nothing. Absolutely. What did your spirit say, though? Absolutely. Because your masculine energy wants to protect me. Yeah. It wants to serve me. You know, it wants to keep me safe. It wants to provide for me. And if I'm, I'm in that space of receptivity, energetically, everything that I could possibly need from you, baby, I'm getting it. Believe that. Believe that. It's, I'm getting it. And you can't wait to give it to me. That's scary to a lot of women. That's very scary. That kind of power. Um <laughs> It's scary. I, I, um, my, my brain is just like all over the place right now, <laughs> but like one of the things that I recommend to my clients a lot, especially the ones that, that freak out over text messages or the lack thereof, I, I tell them like, look, you, you can communicate with him anytime, anywhere, anyhow, you can have an entire three hour long conversation with him anytime, anytime. That was one of the most healing things that I did in in relationship with my dark masculine man. Like I, he, he's not the type that wants to sit on the phone with me all day, every day. He's not interested in that, but that didn't stop me from having conversations with him every single day. And, and so yeah. I, I gave my, my spirit what, what she needed. She just wants to talk to him. Okay. Well, let's have a, let's have a spirit conversation with yeah. him. You know, but if, if you're right, if you think that we're not, we're separated, you know, and the only way we can be in contact is if he texts me or I text him or we, you know, we got to use Instagram or, or Facebook or, you know, social. Yeah, because that goes back to like, the, you know, that's the only way we can be in contact, but, but the spiritual truth is you're always in contact. Yeah. Always connected. <laughs> you can talk to him. Absolutely. Anytime. I think that is the real freedom that we receive through these connections. It's a reintroduction to cosmic truth. That separation is an illusion created by the egoic mind to protect you within the third dimension. But you're not a product of the third dimension. This is just your avatar, right? And sometimes our nervous systems are so triggered so activated by non-emergencies because we've wired ourselves to perceive non-emergencies as emergencies yeah right um so i think that sometimes these connections are just the greatest light the greatest form of light that can reflect us back to ourselves that that beautiful reminder sometimes it comes with like a brick across your head um that we are spirit having a human experience and that separation isn't real. It's not real, you know? And once you can really sit 
in that truth that separation is not real, you can recalibrate your own matrix, how yeah. you see fit to align with this newest frequency that you're vibrating at. I've come to um, realize more and more how important it is, the work that I'm doing. Like, Because for a long time, I thought it was just about the relationship and helping my clients to you know, harmonize with a dark masculine man. And that was the focus for a long time, but this is bigger than that. It and is. What, what has helped me to really come to terms with the fact that this is much, much, much bigger than intimate relating um, is the war in Gaza, you know? Now yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really hugely into politics and all of that, but thanks to social media, I have been able to see many, 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 many pictures and videos of horrific. Yeah. I mean, like things that I thought I would only ever see in a horror movie. Right. I'm now seeing as real life. Yeah. And so seeing that like made me aware, like very viscerally that, okay, what we're calling Satanism, evil, dark, really dark magic. Like it's an actual real thing. And it's oh, yeah. for all of us to see. And when you, when the women especially feel powerless to do anything about brute force, okay, where someone can just come in and just kill you and your whole family and your whole neighborhood and your whole city and just like destroy everything. And you can't do anything because they have the force, they have the might and you don't have the weaponry, you don't have the military. So they get to just go ahead and just kill you. That's where we're at right now. Collective. You know what that reminds me of? Mm -hmm. so on this same topic, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm Haitian. Okay, wow. And... This brings me to the Haitian Revolution and how the women of Haiti unified to use their magic. I did not know that. I yes. Didn't know that. They used I their magic. I heard about Toussaint Louverture and all the men and whatever, but I never Yeah. So the women collected to use their magic and they expressed this to the men's in, the men in their lives and they were on board and they they committed to being the physical representation of the woman's internal magic right and that's how the french lost that's how the haitian revolution happened and was won wow and a lot of that history car carried over into Louisiana, right? Mm -hmm. And we could see it all across the Caribbean. Um, and so I feel like when we're talking about, when we move into the, the topic of divine union, right? And what's happening at a global scale, it's like we are witnessing how dangerous it is when women forget their magic oh my god 
like this brought it home for me. Like I've just, I'm just like, like I, I, I get Islam, Christianity, Judaism, like there's many yeah, yeah, yeah. religions, but one thing that none of these religions really embrace is women's sexuality, women's sexual power, women as witches. And so when the women as collectively have not cultivated that, that it's been repressed. So they might be good mothers. They might be, you know, take good care of the children and, and do their duties and all of that. But when it comes to their sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> when you have a whole society of women who are just cut off from their sexual power. Yeah. And, and they feel powerless. Like I can't, I can't work any magic to protect myself. I can't do anything. These bombs are just going to keep dropping on me and there's nothing I can do. And, and all the women feel that way. Mm -hmm. Then you have Israel and Gaza. Absolutely. But is that not the purpose of the patriarchy? I, I don't think patriarchy is a bad thing in and of itself. I think it could be beautiful. It if you're honoring women. Could be. If you're really, we, really honoring the women. But then again, if it was actually honoring women, would it be patriarchy? Would the, would the word not, not lose its essence? Because if you're actually honoring women, wouldn't it be union? You know? Like, we we we're scared of women. That's kind of tough. We're scared of women's sexuality because the thing is, a lot of times when you when at least for me, and I, I and it's true for a lot of women, you could have a husband that is really good to you. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> and then you meet a dark masculine man. And you're just like, I don't I, I have a husband. Like I have a husband. I don't understand why I, I want to have sex right with now? this man. <laughs> so a lot of times, having sex with a dark masculine man means that you're going to break the rules. Yeah, and that is a problem, especially in societies where if a woman breaks the rules she's going to suffer immensely. She's going to be ostracized. She's, I mean, even in the, the Bible, like if a woman committed adultery, she was stoned to death. Yeah. Okay. So it didn't, she, it didn't matter if she said, well, Hey, you know, I just, I found a dark masculine man and I needed to have sex with him so I could activate my power. They don't care. They will stone you to death. Yeah. Yes. And so we have all these suppressed women, suppressed sexuality, suppressed witches, and now people can just do whatever the fuck they want to you. They could kill you. They could torture you. They could rape you. They can throw you in prison for, for 20, 30 years, even though you didn't commit any crime. They could do whatever you they want because you have no magic. So I, I'm I'm more motivated than ever before. Not because of my dark masculine man. I mean, and I love him and he he has motivated me to a degree. But this is bigger than me and him. Yes, and I think that that connection always leads you to this space. It 
It brings you to yourself so that you can see you are part of the all and the all is more important than whatever the fuck you're doing right now. You know, that you have the, the magic in you, you have the power in you to shift the trajectory of human consciousness. Right. The well, magic I, is you. Yeah. I don't know. I did you grow up with the Bible? Are you holy shit? You're amazing. I'm so glad I connected with you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but you know, even in, in the yeah, even in the old testament, there was a lot of war. Okay. And and of course, Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister of Israel, he made sure to invoke that warlike spirit from the Old Testament when he said, we are going to destroy Amalek. We're going to kill everybody, all the animals, the children, the men, the women, everything. We don't give a fuck. He said that shit and he meant it. Okay. Now that is in the Old Testament. There's a lot of violence. But there's Heavy on the violence. Yes. Yeah. There's also magic. Oh, plenty of it. And and so there are many stories of, of men and women who were facing death. You know? Daniel. Isn't the breastplate of Aaron so beautiful? <laughs> with all those crystals? Exactly. So there's all these stories where you're facing death. You're going to be thrown into the lion's den. You're going to be thrown into the pit of fire. You know, all these things are going to happen to you, you know, if you don't bow down and worship another God or whatever. But there were certain people whose faith was so strong, whose magic was so strong that they couldn't be touched. No, your, fre your frequency is too high for the third dimension to affect you Correct. in that way. Correct. And even in the story of the Passover, you know, where... Jehovah God was supposed to come and kill all the firstborn sons of the Egyptians. That's what he said he was going to do and he did it. But he also yeah. said, look, or the angel said, as long as you put the blood of the lamb or whatever on your door to all the Israelites, yeah, it's going to skip over you. He will not kill your son. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's going to skip right over you. So there's always a way to protect yourself when you're connected to source, when you're in your power. But when you're not in your power, people can do whatever the fuck they want to you. And now Absolutely. you're a victim. And now I you're think that so, so many of us, um, you, me, and thousands of other women are being called to remind women. We went through the bullshit so that we could wake up and say, okay, bitch, tag you it. <laughs> you understand <laughs> like you're not built like me now mm -hmm. you can't take the shit i took you're not built for tough you built like a honda it's okay because we did the heavy lifting we about to give you the cliff notes mm -hmm. it's okay mm -hmm. you didn't have to be at the range with us you could get this little pea shooter <laughs> it's okay mm -hmm. but everybody's about to wake the fuck up Oh God! We did the heavy lifting, so you don't have to do the heavy lifting. Your 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 shoulders are so petite; mm -hmm. you couldn't handle the heavy lifting. You didn't come into this life for the heavy lifting. But you know what kind of anointing you got? Your voice, 
You know what kind of, what magic you got? Your songs, your poetry, this beautiful waist beads that you got. All of that shit matters in waking up the magic within us. You just feel like you don't have what it takes to unleash your magic yet. That's okay, because us us who did the heavy lifting, we about to wake you the fuck up. We're going to remind you. It's good. No problem. Yes, 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 and yes, yes. So I, I'm more motivated like never before. I believe that. It's mm -hmm. time. And then with Pluto moving into Aquarius, bitch, we about to shake shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we about to have a time. You understand, Leslie? We about to have a time. We're going to be out here running a spiritual muck. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. We're giving these people a run for their money. And we're catching nuts all the way down the line. Just orgasm after orgasm. Fun, frolicking, good wine. We're still fucking the system up. Like, because we can have it all. We've, we've. We've yeah. done so much in terms of alchemy within our own magic that we know how to be in a place of receptivity, enjoy life, and still outcreate the previous matrix. Exactly. Yeah, we don't have to. The only way that this fucked up matrix is able to perpetuate itself is because we've identified with powerlessness. Yeah think we're powerless we think there's nothing i i don't i i want to help the people in gaza but i can't help them there's nothing i can do the the, the u.s government is the most powerful entity ever the israeli government they control the u.s government so they're an even more powerful entity and it's like bitch like that don't and that's where your tara comes in because once you start understanding there is no separation we're all one every bit of love that i resonate at and allow myself to fully express within this matrix has no choice but to affect the masculine. Yeah. It has no choice. The yeah. masculine will respond. It ain't got no choice. It's up to the women at this point. Yeah. It's up to the women because the men are just, they're gone. <laughs> it's up to us. But we have to be able to, to look at evil in the face. We have to look at ugly dark horrific and keep our heart wide open and only a witch can do that yeah and you know i stopped this is me personally i stopped seeing things necessarily as evil mm. and started seeing things as a sleep mm. I because like yeah. if if you are perpetuating harm against others, mm -hmm. there's no way you can be conscious of the fact that you are hurting yourself. Mm -hmm. Because we are one. That means you can't be awake. Mm -hmm. That means you're asleep. Sleep. You're in a coma. Oh Is it my job to wake you up? Hell fuck no, because I got other things to do. And because I'm somebody who's receptive, I create a container and an invitation. That's it. I don't, I don't, I don't handhold nobody. I beg nobody for anything. I don't sell shit. I have a container that I nurture 
offer an invitation. If you resonate with this container and this invitation, you're going to walk through that door by yourself. And that's who I can help. All you other motherfuckers that want to stay asleep, that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> because my love is a domino effect. Mm -hmm. Those who are receptive to it are going to get it. It's going to grow. It's going to expand. And one thing that I know is if you refuse to resonate with that, you're going to naturally get out the way. And if you look throughout history, when there have been really large love-based uprisings, there have been very big death tolls. Oh, wow. Because if you resist resonating at that frequency, bitch, you got to go. Your spirit will say, I don't want to be here. It's not something, you understand what I'm saying? Like on a, on a cosmic level, you came to learn whatever lessons you needed to learn in this life. There's so many different versions of you out there. It's not just one, the one avatar of you. I could go into 2K and create a new player today. It's still me controlling the player. I can put whatever outfit I want on the avatar. You understand? And there are some people who come here. Of course, everybody gets the opportunity to awaken. Everything naturally flows towards peace and love because that's our divine blueprint. But every, every soul doesn't commit to experiencing the same experiences in every life. There are some spirits who have committed to experiencing extreme pain and agony. Extreme pain and agony. And yeah, it sucks. But it's also a learning experience for that spirit. So why would you want to offer something to somebody who's not ready to receive it? So you so you could play in my face? So you could waste my energetic resources? Bitch, no, go play with your mama. Don't play with me. <laughs> yeah, so the, the sorceress puts herself first. She's number one. So yep. why... When you're really in your power, you, you don't fear anything or anyone because you know how to, you, you know that it's your grid. You, you know how to protect yourself. You know how to do protection magic. You know, like, you know what, how to do whatever it is you need to do. And so the more that you, you step into your power, the less you feel addicted to your dark masculine man. Yes. Because now you start to just like, like I'm feeling myself. Like I just feel good all the time. Like whether he talks to me or not, like, I just, I, I'm good. Like, like, like it blows my mind when my clients say to me, like, he hasn't texted me in three days and I'm having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. If, if my dark masculine man doesn't talk to me in three days, like, I don't care. <laughs> you, but I, I know what it's like from both sides. Like I've been there mm -hmm. and it is nerve wracking, of course, because, you know, I'm always on my introspection immediately I recognized what was happening because I, I felt that misalignment inside of me and I was just like okay there's a truth here that I need to uncover mm -hmm. you know I need to figure out why I'm feeling like this mm -hmm. and like what, what was the first time I remember feeling like this yes. in my life 
yes. you know, connecting the dots. Yes. Um, and I also know what it's like to be free from that. Yeah. And, and so your, your process is really important. Going back to the money thing, like there were, there were several instances over the years where I, I tried to do business with my dark masculine man and it, it would always fail because I, I wasn't yet um, loving him unconditionally. <laughs> I was still trying to control him. And, but now that I'm in a, a much more empowered space, um, now, now when we do projects together, like even our podcast, well, my podcast, but he's, he's going to be on it a lot. Um, our, the, the episodes that we do together are amazing, like phenomenal, absolutely amazing. And so now when we, we coach clients together, like it's an incredible experience for our clients because our energy, our synergy, our vortex right now is, is very strong. It's very, very, very strong. So everything that we do together, every, everything that we birth together is super potent. So now we can really make money together. You say I am so honored to have talked to you about all of this. I hope that in the future we can commit to more of these talks because um, clearly the world needs it, right? Well, um, thank you for co-creating this experience with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your, your amazing magic. Um, if there's one thing that you want to leave your audience and mine, right? All the women that we serve, um, if there's one thing that you want to leave them with, what is it? Yeah, you're not crazy. You know, he might tell you that you're crazy. Your your friends and family, they might tell you you're crazy. You're psycho, you're, you're desperate, you're fucked up, you're a, a sex addict. Uh, why would you want to be with this son of a bitch? But you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You just need to understand what's actually taking place. And when you understand what's taking place, then you know what to do. You're here to cultivate your sorceress. You are a witch. You are a witch. But when you don't know you're a witch, then you'll believe people when they tell you that you're crazy. You're not crazy. I love that. I pray that everyone that hears any clip of this is reintroduced to their inner alchemist, their divine truth, their center of power, um, and that it just expands, it grows exponentially. Um, I pray that this touches so many hearts, so many minds, and that they pay it forward, right? Um, it has been such an honor speaking with you and sharing space with you. Um, I hope we can do this again. Yeah. yeah? yeah. We're going to do it again. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> um, thanks everybody for being here with us. We love you. We hope you soaked up all this magic, all this juju until next time. Yeah. Pay the cosmic love. <laughs> Bye, everyone.